Hey guys, Shway here with episode 9 of the No Shway Out podcast. I hope everyone had a good new year. Sorry for the delay on this episode. Been a little under the weather and was on vacation for a few days. I got my guy Ralph from Sports Cards and Moron. We talk a little bit 2023 in review and looking forward to 2024. I really hope you guys enjoy like we did. Thanks. Have a good day. All right, guys. Happy New Year. This is the uh, first episode of 2024. I got my guy Ralph from Sports Cards and More here. Hey, Ralph. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, hope everything's been well on your end. Um, I just figured, you know, I'd have you come on and we can talk a little, you know, reflections of 2023 and maybe a little, uh, you know, predictions for 2024, if that sounds good to you. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Um, so I think the best place to start off is, is how did you feel about the rock making his return with gender Mahal on raw this week? Um, I mean, I thought it was great having gender, uh, come out. I mean, guy can cut a promo and got some good heat and it was the last person in the world you'd want to see right. promoting a former WWE champ, but, um, yeah, I mean, it looks like The Rock's going to wrestle Reigns at some point, whether uh, it's at Mania or possibly Elimination Chambers. What I've been hearing also. So, you know, I think Cody at the end of the day should be uh, fighting Reigns. Um, the Chambers in Australia, it's a stadium show, 60,000 people. I think uh, I think you can put The Rock there versus Reigns, have Reigns go over, make him look even stronger. And make Cody's win seem bigger. Damn, having I don't know, man. Not having The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania at this point almost feels uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say cheap, but just almost kind of a letdown. I mean, I know they're really pushing on Elimination Chamber being this huge Australia show, and we'll definitely see a uptick in Grayson Waller stuff. Which, uh, if you were interested, Ralph, I officially took the deal. So oh, sell good. it. Uh, as, as you said yeah selling my 101 grace and immaculate auto as much as it hurt my soul to do I just uh i felt like i had to you know it's he made me an offer i couldn't refuse um yeah i thought the rock did pretty well i mean obviously gender coming out no one really saw that happening and right. the rock going against gender i will say it was kind of funny hearing the rock almost do a hulk hogan-esque promo you know, and I, when I say that, I'm saying it in the sense of like, he comes out and he just really, you know, it's like, oh, you're talking about the red, white, and blue, brother. You're talking about America. Like, I'm not yeah. cool with that, you know, which was just, I haven't really heard too much of that side of The Rock. It's an, a, a below, to me, it wasn't The Rock's best work, but a below average rock promo is still better than 95, 97% of everyone else, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, it was, he wasn't. I think there was, uh, you know, he didn't have that much time. And plus, I think they just kind of wanted to make it lighthearted, and then at the very end, throw that little. Uh, yeah, well, Easter, that, not even Easter egg. I mean, he's flat out saying he wants rains, you know. Yeah, um, no, I, I get that. It just it was funny to me how he's like, "Oh, you guys like, uh, you guys like eating." here you guys like eating at a bar i'm a barman myself or maybe yeah. i should be at that like that the way he set that up to me was just 
it was a little awkward. Yeah, it was very awkward <laughs> for me. I mean, it's just you're, I'm used to the rock being so smooth and just not missing. And I don't know, some of that stuff felt a little forced. As much as I am a fan of the rock, it definitely felt a little forced at time. Um, well, that actually brought me to my next question, which was whether or not Cody's actually going to, you think he's going to finish the story this year, which it sounds like you do think Cody's going to finish the story. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think, again, Rocket Elimination Chamber, I think for Rock's brand, it's better to do it in a stadium show like that in Australia, in front of all those you know, crazy Aussies, um, than you know, WrestleMania, something that's done before. I don't know. I just, I think it's a bigger impact for him to go international in, in that stadium. Um, yeah, that makes a good point. I mean, they also don't, I mean, well, let me correct myself. I'm about to say they don't have a big star to rely on. I mean, Rhea is from Australia. And Rhea's one of the yeah, biggest in the company. I mean, she's not The Rock, obviously. Yeah. But a lot of these international shows, I feel like, kind of do well anyways because of the novelty of it. You know, they don't yeah. do a lot of big shows in Australia. So to me, like, you know, it, it wouldn't have dawned on me to have The Rock come out there because I feel like regardless, it's going to do well just because WWE rarely comes out there would be my thought. But um, that would be nice. So. Yeah, People at the end of the day just want to see Rock versus Reigns. I don't think they care where they see it. And I don't think you could have that match. I don't think you got Rock versus Reigns at Mania without them shitting on it in Philly. Because that should be Cody's spot. I think yeah. it's, you set yourself up to uh, get some Ubers and such. And, I mean, Rock the, you know, Rock at Elimination Chamber and then Cody at Mania, I mean, everyone's happy. They're fighting, you know, Rock's in the stadium. I mean, so hypothetically, Ralph, right? If because it just feels like the uh, Roman's not going to lose unless it's at Rain WrestleMania. Hypothetically, right. Roman drops the belt to The Rock. Is do you think Cody being the beating The Rock is going to have the same effect as him ending Roman's streak? Even though The Rock, obviously, you know, there's a debate for The Rock being on the Mount Rushmore of greatest wrestlers in the WWE ever. You know, he's one of the greatest of all time, but Roman streak's been built up so long, especially Cody beating Roman and that concept, because it's kind of almost, it's more, you know, finishing the story is him winning the title, but it also feels like him finishing the story is him beating Roman. So I don't yeah, know how you I, feel I, about I don't, that. I don't see Rock versus Cody. Uh, I mean, it would certainly be a curveball. Um, I, I mean, I guess I, I don't think, I wouldn't, necessarily even before it. No, it's going to be Reigns, Cody. I mean, it, it has to be. If not, it's just going to... They're going to get so much backlash from that. Yeah, we've been waiting for it for... I mean, yeah. if I you mean, count before last year's WrestleMania, almost two years now for Cody to beat him, you know? Yeah. I think Cody, you know, Cody will rumble again. Um, He'll take take a shot. I mean, that, that's, that's it. You know, he, he made that... <clears throat> We'll go back to the trade or something too, where he traded for Uso and this and that. I mean, if he doesn't win the Rumble, it somehow sneaks his way into it. But I don't yeah. see him not. Winning. No, I, I don't I've... see Punk winning the Rumble, and then, you know, well, maybe that... Punk wins the Rumble. I don't know. Well, I was about to say. So, would you rather talk about Rumble or Punk first? Because I had that on my list first. Cause... Um, it doesn't matter to me. I think they go. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, do you um? Who do you think is going to win the Rumble on both sides? Do you have any 
surprises on either side that you think might happen? Is there anything rumble-wise you're looking forward to? Any predictions? Anything fancy like that? I think it's Cody still. You think Cody's going to win again? Do you think they're going to have him come in at like 1 this time instead of 30? Or just an earlier number at least? Because I don't know. I kind of was, you know, unpopular opinion. I am kind of was happy Cody lost last year in WrestleMania because I felt like they kind of just handed him the title. You know, when he came in at 30, won the Rumble. You know, everything just seemed perfectly lined up for him to win. Yeah. And then they just took the rug from out, uh, out from us. So I'm curious if... You know, if Cody wins, you know, are they going to make him go one or just really early on? Um, I, I mean, they make him go early on or they're really just making him look like Superman. I think you just put him in the middle. Put him in the middle? Yeah, what have him at like 16, 17 years. So you think Cody's going to win the men's rumble? That's your that's your guess. Uh-oh. Looks oh, like... Wow. Oh, you still there? I'm here. All right, we're gonna have to cut out part of that when they go in post production. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it, it kind of froze out, but um, yeah. No, so the women's side, mm-hmm. the women's side for Rumble. If Sasha Banks comes back, she'll win. If she doesn't come back, they don't sign her, then Jade will win. You think they're gonna have Jade going? I don't know. I definitely yeah. think we're gonna see Jade in the Rumble. Is gonna be it's the best place to premiere her. It makes the most sense. You know, she'll absolutely win if 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 they put her in the Rumble. Hey, man, I wouldn't be mad. I also think we're going to be seeing Naomi in the Rumble, too, would be my guess. I don't think she's yeah. going to win, but I've been hearing strong things about Naomi coming back to WWE, which makes a lot of sense. I could see her um, as, you know, it's funny you mentioned Sasha. Um, I'm sure you've seen on the Twitters that everyone, or X or whatever people want to call it these days, that Sasha, the hot rumor is, is that she's joining AEW very soon. Whether or not that true is uh, another question. Yeah, but... I mean, but, I mean, Jade's been training with uh, Natty Diehard. Oh yeah, I saw the footage. It looked pretty good. Yeah, I just think you know, who who else could who else could win on that roster? I mean, it's not going to be a main event the women's match. It's not going to be a main event either night. So it'll open the show. You got to make it as big as possible. So Jade, like, who's yeah. Who's going to win the Rumble for women and then you're going to be happy to see your face for you? Becky? No one wants Becky winning. No one wants to see Becky in another championship match. Uh, I feel like they dropped the ball on a lot of people because last year, I don't know, I felt like they could have had Raquel win. She had a decent run in the Rumble. Now, I feel like no one really cares as much. You know, not that Raquel was like high up, but like, it just seems like over the last year, She's progressively gone. I wouldn't say downhill, but interest in her has definitely gone downhill. She used to be an easier spot to sell in breaks, and her cards used to sell a lot quicker, and recently it doesn't really seem like there's that momentum for her. Because I thought she did a great job in last year's Rumble, but didn't yeah, really I seem mean, to go anywhere. She's got as much charisma as a stock of salary, so... <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. There's a lot of dudes I don't think have that much charisma, but they end up doing all right you know um especially certain folks i feel like a lot of women like her shayna others could use a mouthpiece for them you know they're decent they have the look decent in the ring but it's just the talking you they lose me you know um any surprises you think in the men's rumble yeah maybe you'll get x-pac 
X-Pac, I've been hearing that, you know, back <coughs> to the women for a second, I'm curious to see where, and this is maybe Rumble related or not, but I'm curious to see where Camille from NWA signs, because she's a free agent. So I wonder, like, perhaps if she shows up at the Rumble, you know, I don't know exactly where she's going to go, but she's, I don't know how hip you are to Camille, but she looks the part. She's a tank. She's definitely someone uh, who I would like to see against Rhea. I think it would be I, great. I don't think, I mean, I don't know who she is. I'm sure there's people out there, but, you know, for surprise uh, entrance like that, I mean. Mickey James, too. She comes out. No, no, eh. sir. Yeah. Some, I mean, she's not huge, but I'm just saying, like, in terms yeah. of, like, potential, she's big. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see her, like I was saying, Naomi, Mickey James. I think I wouldn't be surprised to see her. Mickey's a free agent. Her husband's at WWE. Also, um, since the Bellows called out WWE for not promoting some of the women who have, you know, been laying the groundwork for the women's division, like themselves, WWE has seemed to make a point of trying to bring back Lita, Trish, others so it seems like mickey james could fit into that mold as well definitely yeah i mean it's, it's smart smart business to bring the uh the legends back you know especially the women's division because you know it's kind of uh, they have a great roster but i don't know no one really cares no one really cares I, I mean i'm part i'm part of it too like, i don't like i I'll, I'll watch a real match you know championship is such i mean the match you had with Flair last year was outstanding, but even with the women's rumble, I mean, I'm not glued to it, you know. I'll wait until like the last five, then I'll see what's up. Interesting. I mean, the rumble is probably my favorite match every year on both sides. No, rumble but... is great. I'm just saying, like women's rumble, I'm like, yeah. Mm. Well, they were there was. I remember I spoke to you about that. There was that leaked rumble list where it was saying the order, and then that's where they had X Pac in there, and it said Punk was winning the men's and Bailey's winning the women's with Sasha showing up thirty, blah blah blah. Um, I I don't know. They had Rhea possibly being in the men's rumble, which I thought would be pretty cool. I don't know if they would do. I know they had Nia a few years back, but I think um, that'd be cool. I think it would look great for her, and even if she doesn't win, which she wouldn't, obviously, like her eliminating a couple people would never really. I don't yeah. think it would really hurt too much. Probably come at, come in and like eliminate like Tazawa and uh, maybe Truth. Probably definitely truth, you know, the whole Judgment Day thing. Yeah, Tazawa makes sense. True. Probably throw JD over too. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, they don't really like JD too much, so that'd be a good one. Um, Maybe her having a stare down with Damien would be funny. Um, Have them throw like 10 people out. Like, that would be great. Yeah, well, you were, um, you briefly mentioned this, so you think Sasha's coming back to WWE is your thing? I don't know if she's coming back, but I'm saying if she does, she'll win the Rumble. If you had to guess. You think you think Sasha's coming back, or you think she's going to AEW? Just if I really had to guess, I I, I, I mean, I hear they're far apart for money, but I also don't think they really give a shit about money because he makes so much of it. TKO. Oh yeah, they they've got deeper up. pockets now than WWE was just you know a single company. So yeah, they probably get her. Yeah, I don't know. I keep hearing she's coming, but at the same point, I could do without her. To be honest, I don't really see anything. AEW needs her, bro. They really need her. They, you know, they have a really good opportunity with their women's division. Tony Storm's been doing amazing. Athena was ranked high. Jamie Hayter and Britt, when they come back, people are really into Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Um, I think they Tony have a pretty, Storm. 
yeah, Tony's been killing it. So it's I the think best I, thing. It's the best thing they've ever done. The best thing they've ever done. Oof. It know, really man. is. I mean, it's definitely up there. Like for me, as far as women, it's definitely the best thing they've done. It's as close to it's as close to his original thought than they've ever had. I mean, they kind of you know ripped more villains off and then you know ran with it to a uh, you know different uh, different lengths with it, it's like greater heights, I should say. But uh, it's the most original thing they've done. Certainly more original than the Undisputed Kingdom. But, yeah, no, I'm not too. I mean, I'm happy that Adam Cole is going to be a bad guy again. But um, yeah, besides that, I'm not too hype on the rest of everything else going on. And to be honest, everyone knew that Adam Cole was the devil like a month or two ago, at least, if not longer. So it just wasn't too exciting for me. I don't know, man. Rewatching some of MJF's old promos where he went in on Punk and other people, that to me is some of the best AEW television they had. Tony, though, is definitely. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I think MJF already re-signed with AEW. We'll see. I'm basing that I don't know. I don't what think I so. heard. But... I, you know what? For him to re-sign with AEW without even talking to WWE would be very fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean... Really stupid. I mean, really, given... really, 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 really stupid. Bad business. I don't see him as someone who's like, I have to stay at AEW. Or I don't see AEW throwing him an offer and being like, wow, WWE never matched this. So. I think it's more like, um, and the thing about MJF, right, is that right now he's in obviously a great position because he's the top at AEW. He really has Tony over the proverbial barrel, as they say, you know, like he can really pretty much ask Tony for anything. If he goes to WWE, which I'm not saying is necessarily a bad decision, but I don't know if he'll be a... AEW, he's a big fish in a small pond. If right. he goes to WWE, he's a big fish in an ocean. You know, it's just all of a sudden... And this is actually kind of going to touch on one of the other questions I was going to talk to you about, Ralph, which is just like, they already have Punk, they have Cody, they have Roman there's a lot of people at the top of the table you know where would that leave mjf or where does that leave la knight going into 2024 you know someone like la knight i've seen to me personally you know him losing to roman i wasn't a fan of and since punk has come back he's kind of been I wouldn't say completely put on the back burner, but he's definitely not getting as much time as he was. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. And his pops are getting a little less than this and that, but I don't think he's a guy who needs the, the, the belt, to be honest. I mean, maybe somewhere down the road, but he can float around and still be popular and sell t-shirts. And, you know, that's all a lot of times WWE cares about. I mean, MJF, first off, MJF comes to WWE. He fights Gunther. That's it. He throws Gunther at Mania. Would you rather be wrestling Gunther at Mania for the IC title for MJF? Or would you rather be fighting Adam Cole at a uh, All Out in the main event? You mean you know? You mean All In, the one at Wembley? All In, All Out. Like, there's an All Out, isn't there? An All Out? Yeah, there's an All Out, but All In is like they're closer to Mania equivalent, well, just because they have the bigger stadium. Be, no. Yeah, I'm telling. I don't think he's signed. I think he's a. I think he is a free agent or close to it, and he's definitely going to talk to WWE first. Well, I will say they mentioned MJF on Dynamite on Wednesday, so 
I uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where he's at. I just, to me, it's one of those things where I feel like he goes back to AEW. I don't think that necessarily means he never goes to WWE. But I think he knows that, you know, if I stay at AEW, I'm going to be the top guy. I go to WWE. You know, they could book him wrong. They could book him differently. It could end up killing his momentum. Who knows? There's a I, lot of variables. It's what he knows at AEW versus the unknown I, at WWE, where it could turn out like you're talking about, or it could turn out a lot shittier. And he also has more freedom at AEW as well. Creative but the unknown, outside, too. The unknowns, like, the unknowns are not the same unknowns you'd have a year or two ago when Vince was still at the hell up and Dunn was there. It's a totally different place now. Well, people want to go to WWE. There's no more I'd rather go to AEW. No, I, well, I don't think that's necessary. I think people definitely want to go to WWE. I don't think that's a debate. People not I mean, want to go to I think it's for most people. I mean, I, you know. I just, it's, to me, it's an unknown in the sense that, like, he's never worked there. He's taking Cody and other people's words. So regardless of Vince, Triple H, or anyone, if you're going to a new job, regardless of who's running it, it's still a relative unknown because you've never done it yourself. Yeah. You know, so I think MJF will be fine wherever he goes. I think he might just stay at AEW for a bit longer because he'll get paid handsomely and he can be the top guy guaranteed versus WWE, you know he's going to be given a script and told what to say and have to be a little bit more PG and just there's a lot of variables and it's a question of if he's going to want to do that because in theory you know for me personally I feel like he's kind of would be taking more of a risk going to WWE than AEW in the sense that like he pretty much seems to do no wrong in AEW you know he bitched out Tony Khan on national television and got a raise you know, so it's well, like, that's, you know, well, I mean, I don't know. I disagree because you can go to WWE, you can make more money, no, maybe definitely. not even be a top guy. Then oh. you're going to be have more exposure, be more popular. And then if he wants to go back to AEW, he can. Right. But I never said about like a lot of the points you brought up are actually points I, I didn't bring up. Yeah. It's, it's like, in theory, he can make more money in WWE. Having said that, in AEW, you know, when he goes and does Iron Claw, he doesn't have to give Triple H a cut or does other stuff outside of AEW. He doesn't have to give AEW a cut versus when you sign a WWE contract, when you do a lot of this other stuff, you have to give WWE a cut as well as you get better merch residuals in AEW than you do WWE. But he's going to get Hold potential. On Rewind yeah. on the merch residuals because they're you're saying getting, CM- you're getting better percentages of your merch. I'm not saying you may make as much money, but as far as percentages off you merch, AEW gives more to their wrestlers than WWE does. Yeah, but they're selling a lot less. Depending a on lot the wrestler. Less. Depending on the wrestler, yeah. Yeah, I mean, CM Punk stole half a million dollars. He made a half a million, supposedly, off his right. first part. I mean, dude, when when CM Punk came to AEW, pro wrestling tees shut the fuck down. You don't remember that? They had so many orders. The the whole website shut down. They had so many orders, bro. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they got... Yeah. 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 I'm just saying, though, like, you look at Punk's... What Punk did, like, if that's even true the first two weeks, I mean, you know. I don't know. I mean, listen, all I know is if he goes WWE, it's going to be a big test for him. If he's as good as people say, yeah. it's because, like you said, he has, you know, 
he has no leash in AW. He can get cheap pops, currencies. I mean, he does. He controls his creative essentially. You know, like he pretty much yeah. controls his character. And WWE, he's going to be given a script, and he's not going to have as much freedom to really be himself. You know, like obviously, like what spot has potential to make the most money? It's WWE. It's not even a debate. Like you know, I'm not going to die on that hill, Ralph. I'm just saying, like, you know, AEW might be willing to give him more per year up front and yeah. might be willing to, you know, give him that extra freedom where he works less dates than he would have in WWE. And he can work on whether, like, you know, he seems to want to get more into the world of Hollywood and acting and stuff like that. So it gives him more of an opportunity to do that stuff without having to give WWE a cut. Because John Cena, till this day, still gives WWE a cut of everything he does. So, yeah, as it should. As it, yeah, well, you know, he said he didn't <laughs> mind doing it because he's like, hey, if it wasn't for Vince, I'd be mowing lawns, is what he said on Howard Stern. So I feel him. You know, like I'm, I'm an MJF fan regardless. Just like I'm a Jade fan regardless. So whether in their AEW or WWE. I'm not mad. I just think MJF might want to be that top guy a little bit longer because in WWE, he goes in and he's not going to be the top guy immediately. I mean, if he beat, you know, it's funny you brought up Gunther. That was one of my questions is like, will Gunther lose this year? And if so, who? Like MJF would be not the worst idea if he showed up. I I don't know how this was work, would work. I kind of was hoping LA Knight. I don't know. I'm... I know you don't seem as worried about it as I do, but there's been a lot of guys who've had some momentum who've just kind of, especially in this age of Roman Reigns, where a lot of the wrestlers almost seem like fodder for Roman to maintain his title. You know, you look at Drew, who's kind of stuck in the middle. Like, a lot of guys who went against uh, Roman kind of got stuck in the middle. Even Seth, before they made that new title, was kind yeah. of just like stuck in the middle. So I just get worried that L.A. Knight, you know, he still might be like a fan favorite, but he might not make that real next step into superstardom, you know, because he's definitely a star right now. He's making money. He's selling merch. He's popular. The fans like him. But I don't think a win versus Gunther does anything for him. He's already a star. Whoever beats Gunther has to be someone who's on the cusp of stardom. So, so what, like Braun Breaker, someone else, like I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, he doesn't need it, like you know, like I, I disagree, that, man. I just I'm worried about LA Knight personally, like I, I think like an IC title is like a step down when he's chasing the world title. Now he's all about oh, I want the title, I want the title, and then you know you go from all right, well you know what, I'll go for the IC title instead. Like that's stupid. Like they're yeah. not gonna do that. I, I mean, know, I man, think yeah, Braun would be like <clears throat> Braun would be perfect, you know. Maybe even like, you know, if they can build up Carmelo Hayes between now and then, which, you know, they're not going to, but like he'd be a good are. guy to like dethrone Gunther. Because guess what? Gunther loses, then he goes for a world title, it would be completely fine. So, oh, yeah, Gunther. Has- no, I feel like Gunther's going to go one of the first guys after Cody. You know, I feel like Gun- Gunther versus Cody is going to yeah. be big whenever Cody actually wins the title. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's got that Goldberg esque like dominance. You know, no one's been able to beat him. You know, the IC title to me is more important than Seth's title right now. I mean, oh, definitely. I mean, that's one thing I will say is that them having Gunther hold the IC title, like before Gunther, I think Gunther won it from Ricochet, and the, like Apollo Crews yeah. had it for a minute too. So it's like before Gunther, the IC title was kind of just lost in the sauce and almost kind of at the same level as the United States Championship. Yeah. And 
now you see he's definitely brought respect back on the title. That's why I was thinking LA Knight, just because, again, I don't see really... I mean, I don't know. Maybe Seth cat uh, Seth gets cashed in on by Damien, and then LA Knight can be Damien or some shit. But I just... I don't know. I just don't want LA to get lost in the sauce. I've seen a lot yeah. of people get started up and then shut down. I don't think he'll get lost. I, you know, I think... Maybe they even bring like a, a legend back or something. But, I mean, maybe you get like an LA Knight. I mean, it would be tough, but like an LA Knight Stone Cold match or like something like that. Like make him like a main attraction. But I mean, talking from Romania at least, you know. I'd love uh, to see LA Knight and Rock in the ring together, just talking. Doesn't even need to be wrestling. Just them going line for line on the mic would be fun. Yeah, maybe you get LA Knight Rock. I don't know. I just. Uh, I don't know. He'll be fine. He doesn't. He'll 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 get the strap eventually. Just you know, just got to wait a little bit. Yeah, he's gonna have to wait a long bit because um, I don't see him getting it before Cody, and I just feel like. Well, Cody know. will lose it before the end of the summer once he beats Reigns. He's not gonna. Yeah, no, Reigns. he's not gonna hold on to it for a while. Baby faces don't necessarily end up holding the title for the longest amount of time usually. Um, well, with all that said, you know, CM Punk. You don't think he's winning the Rumble, which I think is fair. I don't think he should win the Rumble. You know, he's barely wrestled since he's came back. It just, it would seem forced to me, personally. What do you see for CM Punk in 2024? Do you see him potentially dethroning Seth? I feel like that's kind of everyone's logical conclusion is that him and Seth are going to go at it at some point, whether or not, you know, he's always said he wants to headline WrestleMania, which it's funny because... Even if he's going to headline WrestleMania, he's still going to kind of be the... Whatever Roman's doing is going to be the 1A headline or whatever Punk's doing, unless it's yeah. against Roman, is going to be the 1B. You know? Um. Yeah, I mean, I see... I mean, still, they're always talking about Austin Punk at Mania. If they could somehow... I mean, that's the thing with these guys coming back, they'll draw wrenches in. All Stone Cold has to do is say, hey, you know what, I want to come back and fight Punk. Like, okay. And they'll have to scramble. Uh I think that's a match we'll definitely see. I don't know if it'll be at this Mania or it'll be at SummerSlam. I don't know. If but, Punk uh, stays around, maybe it's next year's Mania. You know, it depends on... Yeah. It's curi- I mean, Mike- I'm curious to see how long the relationship with Punk and WWE lasts. I'm hoping for the best. You know, as an AEW fan, I'm still a little bit bitter that all that went down. But I'm hoping that CM Punk lasts in WWE, and I hope that they can make all this work out. Yeah, I think Mike... I think he'll be fine. I think my gut will tell me he'll fight Seth at Mania. Um, yeah, that's what I'm feeling he'll, too, man. He'll probably win. He'll probably feud with Judgment Day or something throughout the uh, summer. And then I think by well, next year's Mania or Rumble, you'll probably, if you don't see Punk vs. Austin, the second biggest match I think you do is Punk vs. Reigns. So... It's funny that you brought up Judgment Day because that's actually one of the things I had on here is who Damien's going to cash in against. And, I mean, Punk having his moment at Mania beating Seth and then the Judgment Music Day, uh, Judgment Day music hits, all of a sudden Damien comes out and cashes in on him. Yeah, and you could do it, that. And then it also gives a good opportunity for LA Knight to beat Damien and get that title eventually, too, because, you know, Damien... Is if Damien beat CM Punk clean, 
people I think would be pissed, but him cashing in, kind of doing his little Weasley shit, and then LA Knight coming in and beating him eventually is a great opportunity to get LA Knight that title and get them to the next level. We'll see if that happens. Is do you see Damian cashing against anyone else? And do you think he'll be successful? No, I think I'll have failed one. I don't I don't I don't see him I don't see him cashing in the grabbing title. It'll be failed. Probably some asshole like JD will fuck something up and I, I don't know maybe, you know, how do you how do you as cool as that would be, how do you have CM Punk win the title on Mania and then have Damian Priest come catch it up? I like, mean I don't be- think I don't I don't think they would do that. I I don't know, man. I mean, Damien's running out of opportunity to cash in that title. So, realistically, it's like... Well, what, I think we've never seen... Have we, have we ever seen someone hold the Money in the Bank briefcase all the way to Money in the Bank? I don't think so. Not off the top of my what head. What if you I... had him hold it? He goes in the Money in the Bank contest again. Wins a second briefcase. Now he's got two briefcases. And then you can say, oh, Judgment Day, I can go into SmackDown title. I can go here and we can have both of them. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Have him lose first one and then maybe have him lose both. Which would... I think that's the move. Give him two briefcases. Interesting. I don't know, man. I kind of... To me, like, Damien beating Punk would make sense because Punk's won the title before with the Money in the Bank. I mean, Punk's won the Money in the Bank, what, twice? that I can remember. Yeah. At least twice. So, having Damien beat him gives the opportunity on LA Knight, and then, let's say, or, know, maybe or, Finn Balor yeah. wins the Money in the Bank next year, and you have the yeah. awkward tension of Balor versus Priest. You know? Yeah, or, if you don't want to give him two briefcases, which I think would be pretty fucking cool, have Balor or Dom win the other briefcase. Right. And then throughout the summer, they could say, oh, we could, we could, like, again, you have all the titles, we're going to have full power, blah, blah, blah. Just them being a threat with the briefcase alone is, like, enough to keep them over and make interesting, you know, TV. Well, if they both had briefcases, too, it's like they both run down the ring. It's like, all right, who's going to cash in? Yeah, 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 yeah. The second one of them cashes in and wins, they look at the other one because they're worried the other one's going to come in and try to roll them up for uh, for the title, so... No, a lot of, lot of good opportunities. We got about four minutes before I gotta like restart stream. Okay. But, um, yeah. Why don't we we can pause here, and then I'll restart the stream real quick because I only had like three or four more questions left. Anyways, if you're cool with that, Ralph. Yeah. All right. So guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Hey guys, Shway here from Windy Orlando, and I just wanted to tell you that if you would like to support the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. Go check out ShwayNostalgia.com, pick up some merch. Go check out the Shway Wrestling Network on District. Use Shway 5 on your first order to get $5 off. Check out our Facebook group, Shway Nostalgia Wrestling Cards, Toys Buy Sell Trade. A great spot to meet other collectors, same with the network. And I hope you guys are having a good year so far. All right, cool, guys. We're back with part two of the pod with my guy, Ralph, from Sports Cards and more. Um, All right, so the question I think I left us on last that I was going to ask that we ran out of time was, 
who do you think is going to be on the rise in 2024? If you had to take any guesses, whether AEW, WWE, I know you're more of a, you know, you're more at the altar of a uh, triple H and Vince McMahon than Tony Khan. But uh, <laughs> who, who do you think's coming up in 2024, Ralph? Um, yeah, it's kind of tough. Right. I think, I mean, I mean, ahead. right now, if you look at the main roster, like, when I say like coming up, I mean, the main roster stacked. So you've got your mainstays there. I think there's very limited spots. Well, coming up could also just mean like them getting to that next level. No, what? no, no. I, I yeah. know. I'm thinking it like I'm thinking it both ways. I mean, like, I mean, the next level is like kind of moving back. Like, next level is probably reserved for like an LA Knight. Right. You know, next level is probably reserved for Damian Priest, uh, a Dominic Mysterio. I mean, hmm. I, I think your mainstays are going to stay there. And like I said, there's like three or four spots. I would say like those those three, to me, I mean, CM Punk is going to be up there, obviously. He's not, you know, up and coming. But No, no. I mean, him, Cody, uh, and Roman are kind of the top of the yeah. company right now. I, I would say like LA Knight, Priest, and probably Dominic Mysterio will, you know, take it to the uh, to the next level. In terms of like, like I don't see like Grayson Waller or, uh, well, no, Grayson Waller, I could see doing some things, but... He's kind of like an Aussie Biz to me. And, yeah. You know, he's kind of got like the same gimmick when you really think about it. I mean, um, him, Miz, Awesome Theory, I kind of group in that same category, you know? Um, they're all really fucking annoying. They should put them all together. Yeah. Well, I know Grayson and Austin, I think, were together for a bit. I'm not sure if they still are. I'm, I yeah. find it fascinating, though, because I kind of... I guess I was kind of assuming you might say some names out of NXT as people who could get to that next level because I feel like a lot of people on the main roster right now are kind of, again, besides yeah. LA Knight, I feel like they're kind of where they're going to be at. You know, they've kind of, I feel like they've done as much as they want to do with Drew. I don't feel like Drew Drew had that opportunity and it's sad that he didn't really get his full moment because of the pandemic. But um, I guess I was more towards uh, leading you towards, you know, someone in NXT, you know, someone like is Cora Jade really going to come up to the main roster at the Rumble or her or Roxanne and actually make like it an impact in the main roster is anyone yeah. from NXT because that one name I feel like as much as I'm a Carmelo Hayes guy and I hope that he finally gets that main push to the next roster it's hard to deny that even during Melo's run in NXT to me the spotlight has been on Braun Breaker they came in around the same time him, Grayson, and Mello all came in around the same time. Braun has the pedigree. When, like, is the Rumble going to be Braun's first foray onto the main roster? Is Braun going to really take that next step? Because I'm curious where Braun's going to be on the main roster because he's not the biggest guy. You know, like, he looks big on NXT the way they shoot him, but when you put him next to Von Wagner or whoever, he's not the biggest guy so i'm curious yeah. if he's gonna take that next level like that next step some of these ladies like tiffany stratton had a great year in 2023 she's someone i could definitely see you know possibly being in the rumble and taking that next step too which would be interesting her kind of passing cora jade so yeah i mean i was gonna get to like some of the some of the uh nxt guys i mean i think the only one who's ready for it is braun uh 
I just don't see how he fits on the main roster. I guess that's my main issue with Braun is like, I don't see where he fits. It doesn't really, you know, like Tiffany, I can see on the main roster. Braun, I'm just curious, like, good guy, bad guy. Is he going to be beating? Is he going to be Gunther? I don't know. I'm just curious. I I think, like, we overthink sometimes. We bring people up and they immediately have to, like, do something like super interesting i mean i think you could bring him up and just be a bruiser and just kind of uh you know flatten some people for you know like six seven months and then once that uh you know once that u.s title opens up as far as you know whoever has it logan will lose it you know probably a couple months i mean kind of get him in the u.s title picture and then kind of take a similar path like gunther's taking with it with the ic title I think Braun would be great for uh, U.S. Championship. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see that. I'm just, like I said, I'm just curious how they would utilize him. My um, my AEW folks, which I know you're not going to have oh, as many on this. Go ahead. Go ahead. One second. Hey, fucking okay. shut up! There you go. <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm sorry, I got to, like, get up yeah. here. Is it cool? Yeah, yeah. R- Ralph's going to go deal with his pets real quick. But uh, I don't know. I'm tempted to talk AEW with Ralph not here anyway, since he's not as big of an AEW. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I'm really hoping that this year we get to see Swerve really take that next uh next step in AEW. He's someone I'm really. He's had a lot of great momentum this year. He's been doing a lot of great stuff. He seems really primed. AEW seems really good at getting guys close to this point where Swerve's at now where it's like all right he's up there he's getting close to being a top guy but I feel like sometimes they don't quite actually you know get that next get that next level done properly you know Hangman won the title but his reign was pretty lame when he won the title I know he had taken off some time for maternity leave but when he came back it just didn't feel as special. I feel like Darby's had a few moments that they haven't really capitalized on. So I hope that works out for them. Um, I'm curious to see where Julia and Sky Blue go. Um, I, you know, nothing against Sky Blue. I don't really, I, I get the popularity and cards because she's cute and all this other stuff but she doesn't really have much of a character yet um she's solid in the ring but there's nothing in the ring where i'm like all right she's significantly better than anyone else or i see a lot of high-end potential so i'm kind of curious to see where she goes this year but i guess swerve julia i'm hoping willow will be one of the next up i feel like they have a great opportunity with willow a lot of people seem to like her a lot of people enjoy what she's been doing so i'm hoping that that can really be what kind of moves aew in the next direction and you know hopefully if they do get mercedes monet aka sasha banks we can see the whole women's division and the whole company as a whole kind of elevate and get to that next level because they really need to do something to change the narrative after this cm punk stuff i could have said it better myself yeah. Oh, you are here. Okay. There you I'm go. Back, yeah. You're back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was basically saying I really hope they can get Swerve and Willow 
to the next level this year. Swerve has been on a great run. And I also was just saying, I don't really, besides her being cute, I don't really get the appeal of people on Sky Blue because uh, she doesn't really have a character and she's yeah. not great in the ring. Um, I mean, Swerve, Swerve's been tremendous. I mean, he can afford to lose those, with the, with the exception of his manager, if he lose Cage and whoever else is in that group does not need them. And it's like overkill. Yeah, they've actually been kind of keeping them separate a little bit more recently, so hopefully they do yeah. that. Sometimes those factions can be a little too much. I feel bad for Brian Cage because he's kind of just been lost in the sauce since he was in AEW where they just don't really know how to book him that well. Um, I, I'm, not yeah. sa- I'm not saying he's like, oh, he could be a top guy, but it's just they have so much. There's so many people in there that they could do more with, but that's every company, let's be honest. You know, They always have thick rosters, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Braun Breaker is the only one I can see who's really, you know, ready to go up. Um, you know, Carmelo. I mean, Carmelo's what's great, Carmelo's but... what's Carmelo's peak to you, Ralph? If you had to say, like, what do you think his? If you had to compare him to a wrestler, like, where do you think he could get by the end of his career? What do you think his ceiling and what do you think his floor is? Maybe I mean, maybe his ceiling's a world heavyweight title possibly i don't know he's small well that's what i was saying like if there was a superstar so like you know i know some people have been like well his ceiling might be Shawn michaels and that's pretty high so and but they mentioned sean just because sean's yeah, smaller the comparatively the ceiling could be like a finn balor mm. i don't know i mean i don't feel i don't think they did him justice bringing him up for that match with owens his like entrance was like scaled down to from like the production he has in NXT. He didn't feel like important, you know. And they've done that with Mel in the past too. They brought him to fight Balor once. I think he fought maybe even Seth. I don't know. They bring him up once in a blue moon, and then I don't know. It's, I, it's not how I would have brought him up. It's good for him to get the exposure, but for him just to come yeah. and take an L and then go back to NXT like doesn't make too much sense to me. But. And it doesn't really seem like they follow up on it too much either. No. Um, I I can see that. I'm curious to see where he goes again. The whole Braun thing, I'm not as sold on just because I see the image. It's just I I just don't see him fitting on the main roster. But we'll see. I'll probably be wrong. It's okay. Um, if So the, the two last questions I had, and we can obviously go on here. Um, if you could book one match i believe both of these questions were actually asked by winner so there you go if oh, you okay, what up, if you could book one match this year what would it be and you can take that as like one wwe match or if you want to do interpromotional if there was one match that you would want to see this year or one specific thing that you'd want to see happen this year what would it be Ralph? punk and stone cold easy punk and stone cold yeah that's a- I mean that's that's nice and easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's always been like one of the dream matches out there. People have had, they've teased it. It can happen now. So, Punk and Stone Cold is that going to headline over Cody and Roman? I know they each headlined their own yeah. day, but they have the one. Yeah, no, one just be on one of the nights, you know. Yeah. Hey, that was nice and quick to the point. Um, I'm trying to think what I'd want. I mean, I think Jade versus Rio would be great personally that's just i'm a big yeah. Jade fan so i think it would be fascinating to see how much better she's gotten being in the pc and taking these last couple months to really hone in on her craft and just you know get some more polish as they say 
Um, and the last question when I have, which had, which actually is the last question I have, unless we think of something else is, and this should be good coming from you, Ralph, but, uh, in your, I don't know if this is the correct wording. I might reword it. His original question was, what does AEW need to do to compete with WWE? Now, me personally, I feel like they're not like WWE is so far ahead established. Like they're, I always say this, they're the Walt Disney of wrestling. Like yeah. they have so much more material. They've been around for almost a hundred years. Like it's just barring something crazy happening. I don't see AEW necessarily like catching up with them ever or like competing. Like I just think it would take a lot longer and a lot of variables there. But I guess I would say I would rephrase his question to be like, what do you think AEW needs to do? to get back to where they were before all these CM Punk shenanigans happened? I think it's a better question. Like, how can they get back to being a hotter product? Because when Punk showed up, when Brian Danielson showed up, when Adam Cole showed up, AEW was a hot product. People were all talking about it. Not that WWE also wasn't doing well, but more people were speaking positively about AEW. And pretty much since Jade and Punk left, the narrative has completely changed. Viewership's been a little bit down. Obviously, people have been saying less people have been showing up to events. If you had the pencil, Ralph, what would you do to get AEW to where it should be in the sense of like, just, I think their goal should just be growing as a company. In a deep, dark hole and never have to resurface again because he talks so much trash. wait 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 you 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 broke up and it just said deep dark hole all right rewind i would that. put tony khan in a deep dark hole and never have surface ever because one of the main reasons why people hate AEW and like this tribalism that's not is tony khan because he comes on he talks shit about wwe he wants to try to dunk on them you know and at the end of the day he's not self me he's a daddy's boy and it's like you know what you got your company. That's great. Just shut the fuck up already. That's the first thing I would do. Second thing I would do is I'd remove him as a head booker because it ain't it. Um, they have to stop trying to be WWE. They were an alternative during COVID. I actually enjoyed AEW during COVID. One of the reasons because they were like in a, an actual like arena and you know had some noise, whatever. But they're like just uh. Hold on a second. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't throw my sandal with the cat. Um, they and not abusing him, guys. I'm just taking him off. Um, <laughs> they have to try to get back to where they were during COVID. It'd be a true alternative. They're not a, an alternative right now. I just think, like, I don't know. I mean, I watched, like, AEW, like, a week ago. I, gave, I watched an hour. And I saw, like, a backstage interaction between Swerve and MJF and just like dragged up and like there's like no camera cuts I, I don't know man it like for as good as those two are did them no justice at all and i'm like why are like their first words that they're like really exchanging like backstage and it was just weird to me man i i don't know but they have what? to stop trying to be wwe they have to eliminate a couple of the titles they're trying to be sports centric with all these tournaments and points and this and that I don't really know if people care about that stuff. Um, 
they are doing some good things. I mean, Tony's they need characters, like not cringy characters either. I mean, WWE definitely has cringe, but yes, uh, they do. <laughs> I mean, but they've got lots of cringe. I mean, the Tony Tony Storm is like one of the best things they've got. Uh, Swerve. They do a lot of stop and go pushes and a lot of fifty fifty booking. Like the way they book Darby, he's like losing every other match. Fifty fifty him. Um, it seems like guys get hot, like hooked, then they just like kick him back to the uh, the burner. I think they're really. Yeah, Ralph, you broke up, man. Oh. Uh, you think what? I mean, they play the ratings game. They know who's drawing when they're on TV versus who's not. But look. Like, I think they have a short lease with who to keep on if, like, their ratings dip. Like, I don't know. Like, Hook was, like, Hook was Hook, hot, right? Everyone yeah, Hook was Hook. super Why? hot. I don't know what happened with Hook. They completely Darby's stopped his hot. push. Why is Darby losing all the time? Starks was hot. Why is he in a tag team with Big Bill? I mean, these are, like, pillars of AEW, and they just keep bringing in all these international stars and, like, Without any storylines, they just come and they just come and just beat one of their uh, one of their mainstays, and then they don't come back until three weeks later, and they do it again. Like the whole devil angle, it would have been so much better if it was cut like a month shorter. That dragged on way too long. Yeah, I mean, once most people knew it was going to be Adam Cole from the beginning. Um, you got to the boss. I think they're. Their feeling with Darby was like, I think they're like, well, Darby's just one of those guys where it's like the the spirit of the fight, I guess, where I would say it's interesting you said they're trying to be WWE. I think more people have been saying they're trying to be New Japan recently. A lot of well, people. Well, with the tournaments been, and such. With the tournaments and just also trying to focus more on the matches and such versus um you know the sports entertainment as much um and they had that tournament and i definitely feel like they could have made it slightly more interesting because the whole points thing and blah 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 like i feel like if they had it more a march madness style where it's just like single elimination i feel like it would have been easier to follow personally um but you know I'm not mad at them taking chances. I will say that's kind of what I was getting at earlier, where it's like you look at Hook, you look at Darby, you look at Hangman, Ricky. There's a lot of guys where it's like they kind of start with them and then it kind of just gets stopped. Like the Hook thing in particular, Hook was so hot and then he for some reason lost to Jungle Boy. And then since then he's been kind of blah, which is the same thing that happened to Wardlow. Wardlow lost to Samoa Joe. And then since then he's been kind of blah. And they're hoping that putting them in with Cole will rejuvenate them and all this stuff, but um... Oh, Warlow is done. They just gave him a Luchasaurus role. They, they rehashed the same Yeah, it's like the Pinnacle point two, uh, 2.0, essentially. It's just like Adam Cole instead of MJF. They got the tag team, and they got They Warlow. have no identity. They, have, they had an identity, and after COVID, it's like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was pretty, it was good during that. And even before, it was good. I think... Uh, AEW needs to trim the fat a bit. There's a lot of oh, people yes. on that where it's just like, for example, nothing against the kingdom. I'm still confused why we, like, why AEW even got the kingdom added. You know, like, them or like, why best friends, like, Trent Beretta's on TV, like, every week. No offense to the guy, it's just I don't care. You know, <laughs> like, he's yeah. on literally every damn week. 
and then you know there's guys like hook and there's guys like you like you said darby where it's just that new japan style of being like you know the spirit of the fight like even though he lost he gave it his all and you know he really had to get his uh he had to really get beat the shit out of for you know him to take that loss but for me it's like he's Dolph Ziggler face paint to me I just feel like they kind of made him more so into like Jeff Hardy before he won a title but yeah they never really capitalized on like because you know people like Darby he's cool he's all this but he you know even with those t those tnt title runs seem so long ago you know they i feel like to me i would have rather him have a match against sting at some point you know they never i mean really that should be his that. last match but right honestly like okay so he fights sting and he wins it does nothing for him so go back the next week and lose to fucking ortiz or something i, I mean i'm just like throwing names out there but um well, they don't. They don't be having him lose to Ortiz, my guy. No, I know, but, I know. But like, you know, what pissed me off too. Like Daniel Bryan, like for a company that like used to pride himself on giving people what they wanted, they don't anymore. And like, I understand Daniel. He wants to give back. He wants to help build stars. This and that. Fuck that. Give him the belt. Have him win matches. He's one of our biggest draws. Same thing with you know Moxley too. Have him. You know, like these guys are just like. It's like Jericho too. Is like oh, it's like oh I. I I I uh I lost an action on Like okay, what the fuck you do for that guy? That guy's a jobber. Like, you know, these people, these veterans are are you know taking L's, but they're not building those people up. They're not. Yeah, doing if you're gonna take an L, it has to actually mean something. It can't just be. Some it has random. to mean something. One of the problems yeah. is they don't have like a WrestleMania. They can't yet. They're not there, you know. But like, no one's gonna remember. Chris Jericho losing to whoever on an episode of Dynamite, you know? There's no yeah. WrestleMania big stage like that for him to, him to lose on. That's the other issue. I think their closest thing they had to a big stage, and I think it was bigger than anything, even bigger than uh, Wembley, was Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe. Mm -hmm. I think Grand Slam was their biggest show to me with Daniel Bryan versus uh, Omega, that hour-long match they had. Yeah, like, sick. to me, that is, like, peak AEW. I watched that whole show. I'm like, this is this is great. Right. Guys, I've been wanting to see, you know? To me, that was, like, peak AEW. They could have just, you know, kept that. I mean, Wembley was great, but, I mean, that main event was hairy at the end. Dicey. I mean, I, I like... I liked Allen. Um, I would just say, like, you know, when you're talking about Arthur Ashe, it just reminds me of, like, how much of a moment Eddie Kingston had a while ago where they could have really, like, capitalized on that and had Eddie win, like, the TNT title or something. Yeah. You know? Like, or, um, and I know you were making fun of him earlier, but um, I think they really missed an opportunity not giving proud and powerful, you know, Santana and Ortiz the belts a while ago. Like there was a yeah. brief moment where they could have given them the titles and it would have legitimized them and they don't. And I think you make a solid point where it's just, they need to build up some more of their homegrown type guys, you know, like as much as I believe Samoa Joe is going to be a solid champion. We already know who Samoa Joe is, you know, right. like MJF losing could have helped elevate someone else. You know, and now he didn't. He just brought Samoa Joe back, and Samoa Joe can elevate someone. But even, even then, it just seems like a missed opportunity. Someone like Ricky, I feel like, is 
him and potentially Hobbs and Warlow, I feel like guys who could be WWE bound at some point. Because one of the main reasons I feel like they would stay at AEW is what I was getting at earlier with MJF, where it's like, all right, Ricky Starks, I'm going to get more time in AEW than I would in WWE because bigger fish, smaller pond. But we'll we'll see because Ricky, like you were saying, Ricky had some great matches with Brian Danielson and other people too. I feel like Ricky should have had a real belt at this point and not just a tag belt. You know, something past the FTW crap, which I don't, you know, it's like I don't really care. Yeah, who cares about that thing? And then they kind of, you know, just put him in a random tag team with Big Bill. I'm not mad at him being with Big Bill where it's like Big Bill's his diesel to Ricky Shawn Michaels, you know. Just talking about dynamic, not skill-wise, guys, so don't get mad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I compared Shawn Michaels to Ricky Starks. That's not what I'm getting at. It's just, I like the pairing of them, but I think... He didn't need that. He didn't. I mean, it doesn't hurt. He didn't need... I just don't get him winning the tag. They have so many tag teams that are actual tag teams they could give the belts to. And reason... Yeah. Yeah, AEW just need to me the bottom line is there's a lot of guys on that roster they just need to trim the fat because Tony yeah. doesn't want to fire people. He he didn't need that. You like the reason Shawn Michaels even had Nash was a probably because they were friends, and B because he was a smaller guy and he was in the land of the fucking giants back then. Yokozuna, Psycho Sid, Undertaker, Vader. I mean there were these monsters there. It made sense for him to have like a big like that. And I think like now people think, oh, small guy, give him give him a, a big guy next to him. When you don't need that anymore because everyone's different shape and size. Right. So like that mindset of like, oh, give him a big guy, throw it out. And like that's where they're like dated. And that's where Khan's dated, like in some of his like logic and ideas for uh you know, for some of his stars. Yeah, I mean I definitely I Bring in Bischoff and Kevin Dunn. Give him three months at the helmet at AEW and see if it gets better. Uh, I'm good on Kevin Dunn. Um, <laughs> I don't know about Bischoff. Production. I would be. I wouldn't be opposed for him bringing someone else in to help with booking. You know, they definitely could use some stuff. Um, I feel like they're going in a good, like a better direction. I should say right now than they had been. I still, to me, I just don't understand how he dropped the ball on CM Punk. You know, it's just such a blatant, like, you need this type situation. Why would you do this? And WWE's kind of just adding him as a cherry on top for all the other good shit they got going on. Um, he's too he's too much. He's not. He's too much of a friend and not enough of a boss. Yeah, that's that's his problem. Yeah, I mean, and they walk all I, I wouldn't know about that since I don't know Tony personally and I have no knowledge of how he runs stuff. I would just say I, I, I think you see it, though, I, like, between lines. I, yeah, I mean, we're making assumptions. My main thing is just like, you can't... I make assumptions based on his pressers and how he reacts with that stuff. Yeah, that that that's fine. I'm just saying for me, like, I don't, I wouldn't have fired CM Punk unless CM Punk stabbed me. And... I wouldn't have either. <laughs> and... Even if he stabbed me, I probably would have fired him. Yeah, right. I mean, they need him, so I don't get that. Um, all right. Well, we have wrapped up my main questions. Before I let you go, Ralph, is there any hot takes you'd like to do about wrestling, wrestling cards, or anything from last year, this year, before we signed off, my guy? Um, if anyone out sucked. there has any nebulas out of Chronicles, <laughs> let me know. That, that's not a hot take at all. Bro. I've only seen two. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I, I'm, you know, I'm getting my shit in, as you say, right? Wow. Um, hot take. 
man's going into business for himself on my podcast, guys. You yeah. To see it. Hot take. My hot take is that uh, I, I think. Well, everyone's gonna. I don't. I don't know if I have any hot takes. I mean, we know it's coming, right? Panini's gonna be here another year, more or less, or they're gonna go through their calendar. Um, which, you by know, the way, I don't know if you saw Damon Kemp drop pictures of more impeccable cards. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like impeccable, but I feel like impeccable is a poor man's immaculate. I don't know why they, they have both of them. They should just make, just have immaculate, you know? Um, yeah. Except for the championship debuts. Those are great. I don't have any hot takes, really, to be honest. I think it's the, the hobby will stay the same. People are going to piss, moan, complain about shit. Uh, when Tops comes out, pe- people's heads are going to spin. They're going to have no idea what they're looking at. It's going to be a learning curve again. Um, what do you got for hot take? You got any hot takes? Well, it's funny you mentioned the uh, their head's going to spin because a lot of people I know started collecting wrestling cards because Panini got involved. I've yeah. heard people literally say that. Um, I mean, I think AEW is going to have a pretty good card year, I'm hoping. Um, Metal... Two is coming out soon. They got other stuff coming out soon. I think that'll be good. Yeah. I think that uh, Leaf Metal is going to crash pretty hard. Um, yeah. You know, the Rock Autos are going to be cool, but boxes are like four to five hundred dollars a piece, and you get one auto and ten base cards. And the way, as much as I do like Leaf, the way some of their high end stuff resells, you know, uh, occasionally you get lucky selling it, but sometimes you can get some huge steals like. I got an MJF number to two for like 160 bucks or something. You yeah. Know, if that was an AEW card, that probably would have been like thousand dollar plus, you know? So it's going to be hard for people to get their money back on that product. And um, what was it? I think uh, Breaker Mayfield was talking about how he's buying 50 cases of product. And I was just like, I nice. don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Like I, I'm, I'm debating whether or not I want to buy a case. Like I was super hype on it, and seeing the price and seeing like how small the checklist is makes me even wonder if I'm going to break it. Period. Like I'm curious, but it's going to be a tough sell. Um, I mean, I was super hype on the on the Leaf Le- Legends of Wrestling, and then you, you open up a whole fucking case, and you're getting uh, pretty much like one to three relevant. Like Justin Liger's the best 20. hit, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, if you're lucky, you're getting one to three people that are actually, like, giving you your value back out of the Leaf Legends. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's definitely a, it's a scary product. Like like you said, like, I'll get, like, a case or maybe two, and I'll try to think of some creative way to, to break it. But I don't want to I don't want to scratch my head with these breaks, you know? I know you don't either. Um, so, yeah, I've been reevaluating a lot of ways I break and a lot of breaks I do just to try to save myself time and stress because uh whatnot's so weird you know something that works today may not work tomorrow you never know you know I, the, the issue with breaks are we don't have the luxury of just doing like team breaks you know what I mean and if you're doing teams and it has to correlate with the checklist you know on the sports side I mean could you imagine like look at their mixers all sorts of different stuff Oh, you hit the Raptors. Oh, you hit the Braves. It's easy peasy. With us, it's like, oh, you hit Team Generation of Korra. You got it, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, That's so, I mean, valid. I think letter breaks, if letter breaks should work, but they don't because you don't want 
shitty letters. X Y Z or you know whatever. It's, so it's like it's cereal breaks are yeah. okay. Cereal breaks are tough fills, man. Cereal breaks, like I don't know, like I've been trying to do cereal breaks more recently. It's a tough fill, and um, for me, like I'd rather get a cereal in a letter break. And it's funny because like I was doing the undisputed breaks for PYW, and people those filled quicker than me trying to do like one box cereal breaks on it, where I was making less money. And it's funny because I'm like, so you could either have a guaranteed card or no cards, and people would rather do the PYW than the cereals, which I find interesting because those to me have been way longer to fill than I feel like they should. But um, people like what they like, you know. I'm gonna, I'm doing some some of those Japanese women's cards I had been talking about in my last episode, um, some BBM ambitious. Um, nice which will be cool, but I got to do serial because letter break on that. Like, I, you know, like I'd have to add Japanese letters to the letter break. So I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be able to figure that out though. There, this, we have, we've, there's a lot of smart buyers on the app. They could... Oh yeah. 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 We'll, I love we'll you guys it. in the car community. It's the best. <laughs> Ralph, I don't know why that just sounded so disingenuous, but you know, <laughs> I think it's my connection. <laughs> it's, <laughs> right. The sarcasm is my connection. Yeah. Um, so you got anything else coming up on whatnot? As I've been telling people, I'm gonna be out of town for a week, so you know, I'll, I'll give uh, other folks a, a time to have their shine on the whatnots while I'm gone. You know. Yeah, well, everyone on whatnot, stay away from me, okay? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I don't know, man. I mean, elite, I guess. You know, we'll be doing half case breaks of elite when it comes out for the first day or two. I'm not. I mean, you know, you know I me. Mean? I don't like breaking. You know, as weird as that says, I hate it. I hate ripping all those cards up. I hate sorting it. Sorting's uh, the worst, man. It's time-consuming. I don't want to sit there for eight hours. You know, to, to those that do, like you, like, God bless you, you know? You're doing God's work, because I ain't going to fucking do it. Right. Um, but I, I've got a question for you, actually. I'm hey, going to blindside you here a little bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's good? So you're swaying nostalgia. You're, you you make a living off nostalgia, right? Yeah. When I, the podcast is great, by the way. Oh, thank you. But when are you going to bring back, uh, you know, the talk show? What are you talking about? You know, chit chat and whatnot. Chit chat and whatnot. Can we get maybe one of those a month or one of those soon? I know people have been asking about it. It's funny. I actually did get asked about it yesterday, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah. I. I'm torn because um, I love doing those shows. I had a lot of fun. I just, being honest, I they were monetarily like my worst shows. Oh, I know. Like, like <laughs> yeah, besides <laughs> the time you came on yeah. and you were helping me get sales, besides that, it's usually like my worst shows in terms of actually making money. And like, I tried doing a break with it and it seems like people get distracted when yeah. talking or even if I have like, for example, um, Anytime I put a pay-per-view or any wrestling on in the background and try to sell spots, like spots go significantly slower. So, um, well, I I'm know not... you can't do it all the time. I'm just saying it might be nice to, uh, yeah, once, once a month. Move... It, yeah, no, once a month, it might be not a bad idea if I can, um, maybe I'll do that. So yeah, maybe I could do it and I can simulcast it on YouTube, you know, yeah. and just use fake music, you know, not real stuff. So I don't get copyright. And then, um, do it like that so at least it helps me make more content but yeah no i've 
I don't know. It's interesting hearing people say that they want me to bring that back because, you know, at the time I didn't really think people cared that much. <laughs> who was that kid you had on that one time who was like, he said he liked goats or something? Yeah, Naderson. What happened to him? Oh, he came. Bro, you know how whatnot is. You'll be cool with someone and they'll come out with you some bullshit and you'll just be yeah. like, bro, like, calm down, little homie. You know what I mean? Like, dude was trying to come at me about some bullshit and I'm just like, bro, like, chill so i ain't spoke i ain't spoke to dude in a minute since (laughs) he was he's very strange he was off i was trying to help dude out and then he came at me very disrespectfully so i was just like yeah i'm good they were calling goat fucker in the chat i yeah i didn't say that That man was going way too in the goats and talking about all sorts of weird shit yeah see that's what the chit chat and whatnot was like lit like Oh, yeah, that was popping. No, it was good. It was just one of those things, again, I wasn't really making too much off of it. And some of those streams would be like six hours of me sitting there not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. coming out with less than 100 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I can't even really, yeah, can't really be doing this. But yeah, nah, he went off, uh, what was it, SC Card Company was in a stream with me and I asked some guy about the comp. And I was like, oh, it seems a little high. I'm good, though. And then he DM'd me trying to talk shit. And I was just like, bro, like, I'm sorry I didn't want to buy your friend's card. My bad. Like... I don't know why you think it's okay to talk to me like this, let alone period, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, people be wild out here. But um hey, on that mo- no oh wow. On that note we got two minutes left. So Ralph just wanted to say I appreciate your time, brother. Hopefully we can do this again soon. Maybe I'll uh schedule a chit chat and have you on it if you're down. Yeah, definitely. Can I go tell someone to go fuck themselves real quick or not? Is that not what we Yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out, bro. I don't care. All right, thanks. Um <laughs> I knew I'd get to this. On Reddit, familiar calendar four eight five three. Go fuck yourself. Familiar calendar four eight five three. Little trolling fucking bitch. Uh, little piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Gaslighter. I, I wish. Cunt. There you go. <laughs> I wish we had more time because I have a minute thirty left in my stream. But basically, um, this guy was on Reddit talking shit about a lot of breakers and other people and stuff and just yeah. saying a lot of stuff that just uh, was out of context. Yeah, talking about kabooms being guaranteed per case, which as yeah. far as I know is not true. But It's not true. Yeah, everyone thought I was purging kabooms in the one sole full case break I did. But let's end it on a positive note. I hope you have a fantastic 2024, Shway. And Morty, uh, too. I hope he has a beautiful year. Well, sadly, he's having surgery at the end of the month, so hopefully not going to He'll be good. But um, I appreciate that, Ralph. And, yeah, I hope you and Pam and the fam, oops, the pup, everyone has a good year, too, my guy. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of trolls. Everyone, when I when people have an opinion, I tell them, do like me, start a podcast, and then you can complain in the airwaves, and if people want to listen, they can. Yeah. Start All a right. podcast and rip their throat out. There you go. All right, we're about to end. Thanks, Ralph. Appreciate you. (laughs) All right. And that was episode nine. I'm very sorry for the delay. This was supposed to come out over a week ago between vacation and then getting sick on vacation, which why I don't sound quite as enthusiastic as normal. Um, I just haven't really had the energy to put this together. Uh, we'll be having some more stuff soon. I want to thank my guy Ralph from Sports Cards and more. Thank everyone for listening. Make sure to check out my new breaks coming up on Whatnot. Uh, I have an undisputed pick with your wrestler break in AEW Mixer. Once I feel well enough, I'll be on to do that. To be honest, I got to take a couple days off just because I'm not feeling the best right now. 
But um, thanks, everyone, for listening. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great 2024. Thanks.